Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Thank you for downloading this episode, even though it is a couple days late. Please forgive us. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. It wasn't my fault. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. Sorry, I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. So we take turns selecting from our movie genre. That's not funky. That's like musical theater. That's well, I just I just watched uh, Chicago and that other movie with La La Land. That's a lie. He was watching Ring of Honor wrestling. That's mm. probably no. I was watching you wrestling. Oh, well, that's true. We were perusing my jujitsu matches, but the last thing you watched on TV was Ring of Honor wrestling. Sorry, Tony, to jump on your. It's okay. They've heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> what if they're new? What if this is their first episode? We're really well, sorry. Well, then in that case, let me tell you. <laughs> we take turns selecting from a movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list. Well, maybe this one. But <laughs> maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick... On the podcast... It's Tony's <laughs> pick. <laughs> Session nine. Go with it. <sighs> it's Tony's delightful weirdness. Yes. Session nine. Family film. <laughs> I think it's rated, rated G. <laughs> No, no, that was number nine. Oh. Carly did that one. A I thought that's what we were then. doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> Locked it out, did you? <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes you do. <laughs> so this movie came out in 2001. It's written by Brad Anderson, who wrote Almost Human and Fringe. That's funny because this was almost a movie. Mm. <gasps> Two shows. I love Fringe. <laughs> and Almost Human. Fringe is awesome. Never seen Fringe. Oh, I love it. You'd like it. It, it would take you a while to get into it, though. It's kind of, there's a lot. And Steve Gavidden, who I, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know, but he's, dude. he's in the movie. He plays Mike. Stars uh, David Caruso as Phil. You know him from CSI Everything. Miami. Uh, Miami. Yeah, because he's Miami. David, you know him from everything because he's, he's da- David he, Caruso. Well, he's in New York. He's the suavest redhead ever. Well, he goes, and like, like they're crossover episodes when he yeah. goes to yeah. those. He's the Miami guy. And I like when he talks all slow, puts all the sunglasses, like, this case is even better. Nobody looks as spirit. good in sunglasses as <laughs> David Caruso. <laughs> looks like he forgot to strap his brain in. <laughs> Should have been wearing his seatbelt. <laughs> all right. Um, the uh, Stephen Gavidan or whatever. Yeah, him too. He was from More of the Worlds, I guess. Yeah, whoever he played in that. Uh, Paul, uh, why can't these guys just be named Smith? Paul G- Giamatti. Gillifoyle. No, that's not that. <laughs> he plays Bill. He's from LA Confidential. Oh. He also was on um, CSI. Oh, was he? Yeah, the original. Mm-hmm. He played yep. um, he Captain was, Brass. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's the guy at the beginning that's showing them around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, they're both from CSI, it's just different ones. Hank is Josh Lucas. Like they've met on CSI, I know it. From Beautiful Mind and Hulk. The. What's his name? One. Eric Bana. Eric Bana. The yeah, not, the not good Hulk. Movie. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, <laughs> the worst Hulk movie? Question well, have mark. Have you seen some? Um, what's it one? The what's it? The, the TV ones. The TV one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, pretty bad. 
With Lou Ferrigno? Yeah, I can't remember his name. I have to tell you, I've not seen a ton of that because as a child, Lou Ferrigno's Hulk was terrifying to me, and my sister would put it on just to scare me. Nice. Nice. I legitimately found him terrifying. Well, speaking of your sister, Audra, how you doing? We'd love to have you back on the podcast sometimes. (laughs) All right. And finally, Gordon, played by Peter Mullen uh, from Children of Men and mostly probably seen him in Braveheart. All right, so reviews. Gonna gonna guess? Oh, we have to. All right. <laughs> this one. I work at a video store, and when customers ask me what's a good horror movie that will actually get to them, I don't suggest any of the Freddy or Jason movies. Those are for fans, and I don't consider them to be genuinely frightening. Because they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Session nine is no most... Jason Triple X was scary good. <laughs> well, it's something. Session nine is most definitely genuinely frightening takes place at a mental hospital that is a legend where I live. So most people know what I'm talking about when I say Danvers State Medi- Mental Hospital. He goes on to say that he gives it 9 out of 10 stars. Wow. Don't watch alone, watch it, but watch it in the dark. So guess which one that is. That's the good one. <laughs> then this one. I'm fairly confident. If I had read that review, I'd be like, oh, no, so this is not a good movie. <laughs> this one. This movie's terrible. 1 out of 10 stars. I must say I'm really disappointed with this movie. It had all the makings of a scary horror film, old abandoned mental hospital with a history of medieval and brutal curing methods. One of the guy works there finds tapes for recordings of old sessions of a schizophrenic woman. But, whoops, but at the end, nope. <laughs> <laughs> One That's a ten. really good review. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, nope. <laughs> all right. So, um, what'd you think going in? John. I thought I had never heard of this before. Mm, that's most people. And I was like, oh, who's in this? Really? It's like, okay. Tony would never steer me wrong and make me watch a crappy movie. Jason X. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's what I thought. All right. Carly? I, I really had nothing. I also never Carly. heard of it. I didn't even look to see who was in it. I was just like, okay. You're like, I got to watch it, so but, why fight th- There's people, I'm sure... Tony said that he thought it was a scary movie, legitimately. And mm-hmm. our roommate said she had seen it before. Right. And the first time she watched it, she felt the same way. And the second time, she thought it was a little slow and maybe a little boring and not as good. But that's, that's the only thing I knew going into it. Okay. <laughs> Lane. I thought this movie was going to scare me a lot. Okay. So I was pretty... Uh, vehement that we had to wa- me and John had to watch it together during the and day and it could not be dark out no during because the day because I was quite sure it had the possibility to give me nightmares and then we had to watch Thor Ragnarok right afterwards <laughs> to wash that out of your mouth <laughs> just in case mm-hmm. but, well it's, and you should watch Thor Ragnarok on the regular oh I, I do it's <laughs> good every once a week she and I was like hey you want to watch uh, a Marvel movie she says Ant-Man and then we argue and watch Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That's true. That's generally what happens. Hmm. Well, a quick synopsis. A group of asbestos removal workers start uh, work in an abandoned insane asylum. Workers have complicated relationships that, uh, that clash more, lot more as the crew works together. Uh, they, one finds a particular patient's recorded sessions and listens to them in secret. All right, so... The movie, let's see, it started, yeah, it was 2001, I didn't have, oh shit, I forgot to write down what the uh, gross was, 
Um, Elaine looked this up. It was like three hundred thousand, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something like it made one. Or it cost <laughs> one point five million. No, but it cost yeah, one point five million grabbed, to make, <laughs> and it only this. made like Crap. thirty, th- like three hundred and thirty-eight thousand. It was a real big flop. <laughs> she, made, she made it a point to be like, wow, this cost $1.4 million to make. And I said, where? <laughs> yeah, they had some cameras, and that building was already there. It budget, was... budget was $1.5 million, and the uh, gross was 378000 Yeah, it seems so bad. <laughs> so not, not quite the, yeah. Well, I... I mean, maybe it caught on. And, and it, was all, it was filmed in... One of the things about the movie was it was only filmed in four rooms because this building was legit filled with asbestos and was going to kill them if they fucked around <laughs> if you leave these four rooms yeah. you'll die so that's why they I mean, they couldn't really film all through this david caruso is a pretty big actor i don't know how much he got for this probably not a bunch i'm think, gonna guess but no I, more than I, a significant 30, portion of that budget i'm I, sure well i think this is before csi isn't it I think it's. I think no, it's, at least it's right in the middle of CSI. No, oh, CSI oh, started I in the. Think I was watching CSI. CSI no, started in. Okay, I thought I read something that said this is before it was real big. It might not have been like it might have been check. the beginning of Miami. I'm, yeah, but he was still David Crusoe. Yeah. So this came out in two thousand one. You said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, CSI Miami was two thousand and two through two thousand and twelve. Oh, so, so this we is were watching so Vegas, not, but we weren't watching Miami. Right. So this, <laughs> so this is where the guy who played Jim Brass was like, "Hey, I have an idea for a show for you." I was talking so, to Jerry Bruckheimer. He, th- I think you'll be perfect for this. He's like, screw before you, man. This, I got this movie coming out, Session 9. I, I need your money. It, I guess before <laughs> this, he really was not David Caruso because he was in a lot of weird movies like Body Count. And this. And Jade. <laughs> and, and this. And Kiss of Death. And this. And Mad Dog and Kiss Glory. And this. <laughs> he played Kit Kat in Hudson Hawk. Still not as weird awesome. as this. That was a great movie. We I should love, do that. that <laughs> he was in Twins. He was in Twins. He was in Twins. Was he one of the... The rough yeah, he, guys or whatever? He was... Uh, the toughs? No, he was uh, with the guy stealing a car or something like that. He had a very minor role. Yeah. He played a, a character by the name of Buddy Calamara in Thief of Hearts in okay. 1984. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just looking at his IMDb. You got to keep He was Mitch in, fir- in First Blood. Okay, great. Shush. And Topper Daniels in An Officer and a Gentleman. What a great military <laughs> name. Topper Daniels. Topper Daniels. <laughs> Let me turn this down so on Will Quality calls, 82. Right. Oh, no, I think we should put him on sorry. for this. So he can say, dog trash. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing funnier than somebody's IMDb. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, again, this movie is kind of slow, so <laughs> there's not going to be a lot of action beats on it's my slow, end. So slow remember, build. Remember you talk about movie. Thor Ragnarok? Nothing like that. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of that. Yeah, they spent $1.5 uh, million on, like, the opening credits of <laughs> Thor Thor's Ragnarok. Yeah, on Thor's hair. <laughs> So the movie starts with a beat-up uh, wheelchair in the center of a dilapidated hallway. The shot's inverted, and the camera slowly writes itself as the title appears. Which was super creepy. The ominous mm-hmm. instrumental uh, music plays. Then a smash cuts to Gordon sitting in his van talking to Phil. Phil's asking about Gordon's family because he can't tell, because he can tell Gordon's a little out of it. Uh, Mike walks up. He's a security guard over to them and says that uh, Bill's on his way. He's the the guy that... Property manager. Yeah, property property, manager. There you go. Um, All right. Uh, Phil asks Mike, uh, why is there a need for security anyway? Mike says, sometimes kids... It's like, you have a gun. Homeless people try to sneak in. Even sometimes former patients will try to come back here. Uh, And he explains, you have to be nuts to want to sleep in there. And Bill finally pulls up. Uh, They all drive to the... 
drive over to the former facility. Okay. Phil and Gordon are uh, snapping back and forth about the job. Uh, Phil seems to want want it no matter what the terms are or the time frame. And uh, Gordon wants to make sure everybody is safe first. Uh, they are removing asbestos. So they get a look at it as they pull up. And uh, once inside, uh, Bill says the layout is basically like a large bat. A large centerpiece that breaks off to the left and to the right, wings. You know what they shouldn't wear <clears throat> in here to be protected? What's that? Hockey pads! <laughs> no, you should not wear that. It's a Batman joke, dear. <laughs> I know. Bill says he'd like to tear the whole building down, but it's some form of a historical landmark and the city won't let him. But that a, thing is huge. It's a beautiful building. I wouldn't sleep in there. Super <laughs> creepy, but beautiful <laughs> building. Yeah, it's got to go. Because you know what they're going to do? That super beautiful building? Nothing. Because no one's ever going to use that for <laughs> anything. They used to put mental institutions in the prettiest old buildings. My <laughs> grandmother was in one that was in a beautiful, beautiful building. Super creepy place. <laughs> yeah, that's why nothing else goes in there once the mental facility moves out. Because nobody wants to live in a haunted house. That's right. That's why you knock that building down and start over. <laughs> I don't care how beautiful it is. It's got the gold. I think he says he wants to put a Walmart there. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> the pri- it's prime real estate, that property. Yeah, Walmart does well anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So um, as they're walking around, Phil stops and starts staring at a metal tub and asks, what the fuck? Bill explains that sometimes they would soak mental patients in cold water to calm them. If that didn't work, then they'd lobotomize them. I'm pretty sure having a cold bath would not keep me calm. Uh, Not if I was insane, I wouldn't No, but if you were freaking out, Mm -hmm. throwing you in a bunch of cold water might shock you into... Like one of the like that slap across the face in in a panic situation. Or you just slap him across the face. <laughs> okay, but then hitting someone, whereas throwing them in cold water or putting them in cold water, might not be as you know physically violent. I don't know. They did terrible, terrible things to people with um, mental issues. Speaking of lobotomize, let's get back to that. <laughs> so Bill uh, is kind of giving them the tour of the whole place, and it's, you know, it's creepy. It's an abandoned mental institution. It's the stuff of <laughs> nightmares. Yep. And uh, Gordon's like, look, you know, this is cool and all, but can we just see the parts that we're working on? We don't give a shit about the history of this place, that really. And um, on the way, Bill says it's pretty much, back in the day, it was like a small town. There's a bowling alley, a movie theater, a cafeteria. Even there's a cemetery in the back. I was really hoping to see the bowling alley. Yeah, we didn't get to it. That wasn't one of the four rooms, huh? (laughs) I bet an old movie theater in an abandoned mental institution is pretty much the creepiest thing I could imagine. (laughs) Do you think they showed this movie in that movie theater? No, I wouldn't have watched it. (laughs) Like, I can't do this. I gotta go. I'm sure (laughs) that... The opening credits were like, I'm out of here. I'm sure the movies they show in those kind of places have an actual G rating, not a fake Tony sarcastic G rating. (laughs) I would imagine. Not a lot of One Floor with Cuckoo's Nest being played. That's a great movie. They should oh, watch it. Oh, I love it. it. Yeah. I've never seen it. You never saw One Floor with Cuckoo's Nest? Glad I didn't just say how it ends then. <laughs> All right, so what happens it's is... It's a good movie. Ah. It is, she's never going to watch that. You're never going to watch it? I have it. I'll, I don't know. I'll watch it. It's awesome. I'll watch Maybe it you him. should pick it as a future birthday movie. It's, well, it's so like not underappreciated. One Academy Awards. I like know, that. but a birthday movie. Oh, birthday movie. Or is it better? Well, if we go by... Spoiler. Dracula rules. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if we go by like Carly birthday rules, if we pick where we're all going to pick a movie we think Carly should watch, you could just pick it as a movie no, you think Lady needs to watch. No, because it's got to be underappreciated. 
But he picked Dracula, is... so obviously Tony. What Tony picked is I expected Dracula to make a hundred million dollars. It only made ninety-eight, so I appreciate it. I think it only made like a billion dollars. Well, if I don't appreciate it, it's obviously underappreciated. Obviously, obviously. I think we're getting off topic. Yes, yes. I think is, you could probably get it. The point is, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You need to watch that because it's really good. Is that a Hitchcock movie? No. no. I think it's Stanley so, Kubrick. Is it Kubrick? Um, I don't think it is. I don't know. It's Jack Nicholson and uh, Dan DeVito and yeah. Christopher Lloyd and, and they a bunch all, of people. They, they're in a mental facility. And, okay, but it's so not, creepy it's, and a little upsetting. No, it's not, it's not creepy. It's this. It's like this if it wasn't scary at all, really. <laughs> it's like... It's like the everyday stuff of a mental institution. Yeah, it's... But it's cool. Jack Nicholson gets sent there. This is going to be a little bit of rant. Jack Nicholson got sent there because he's an asshole. He fights people. And they're like, well, you know, you're going to a mental institution. He's like, awesome. Because he's he's like, if I go to a mental institution, I don't have to go to jail. And I can just kind of hang out in a mental institution for a couple weeks and then they let me go. Because he only had to go to jail for like a couple months. But they don't let him go for the mental institution. They don't let you go. He didn't know that. He starts starts arguing with one of the orderlies because he's like, I'm out of here in two weeks, motherfucker. And the orderly's like, you're never getting out of here. What are you talking about? And then he gets pissed. So Carly just found a little nugget of interest. Back on (laughs) Cuckoo's Nest. You want want to give that to the uh, friends here? The budget was $3 million. And the box office was one hundred and six. Hundred nine. Really? So you could do it. Well, it made $106 million. I thought it was the other way. It's a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it got a couple of Academy Awards. I thought she said it. I thought I heard it there. It had like 6,000% return on its product. Academy Awards. So by Dracula movie. So if we go by Dracula rules, it just squeaks in under our rating. It just squeaks in. Just barely. Not everybody's seen it. Because if you go by those rules, only 50% of this audience right here has seen it. There you go. That's true. Unappreciated. All right. Well, either way. Back to this. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I've never seen a that. Never mind. Favorite character. <laughs> um, so they get to a room. Uh, this room is covered in floor tiles that are uh, cracking up. And uh, Gordon and Phil kind of po- point to them and they go, look, these are all going to have to be pulled up too. And um, the surprise is Bill. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, these are all asbestos and this is going to kill everybody, basically. And he's like, oh, the other teams didn't point that out. And he goes, well, they obviously don't know what they're doing. Kind of impresses him a little bit. Um, then Bill takes them to the place where they kept the most violent patients. and uh, Which Gordon, I didn't need to see. Gordon sees the wheelchair from the opening scene is transfixed. And inside, I assume inside his head, we hear an ominous voice say, hello, Gordon. And we don't learn who that is until the end of the movie. Uh, Phil calls out to him and kind of breaks him from his delirium. And from there, we have to walk through the tunnels where there's no light. There's basically just these hanging flashlights. And uh, Gordon sees duct work and pipe insulation. It's hard to tell. Um, Why do they always have these hallways in mental institutions? <laughs> With no, like, uh, they should probably stop building these hallways in mental institutions. Well, it's not just or, in you know mental what? institutions. Anywhere. It's an stop building, building these fucking hallways. Yeah. These yeah. are creepy and nothing good it's ever happens there. maintenance tunnels. Because when they built these buildings, they didn't have electricity. And then to add electricity and heat and... Running water. And running... and Yeah, the running water, the air conditioning. They had to build all these fucking creepy little tunnels. Mm-hmm. And you're certainly... You're already paying to put in electricity. You're certainly not going to pay to put in these She's wide open tired. spaces. <laughs> you're going to get this cramped tunnel because you want it done as cheaply as possible. All right, Because you're wiring the fucking bat cave. <laughs> the crazy bat cave. It's the bat building, thank it's you. It's the Arkham Asylum. And there's no hockey bats. Good save. <laughs> so like they, they get to the last room. Uh, Gordon and Phil explain that, uh, about all the work that needs to be done. 
Again, Bill's impressed, and he asks him how long it'll take. Gordon says three weeks. Uh, no. Phil jumps in and says, no, no, two weeks. Phil says three weeks, yeah. and then Gordon says two weeks. Because in the car, it looked like Gordon was going to say three oh, weeks. But okay. then when they got I in there, he's like, we need this job. We'll do it in one or something ridiculous. Well, he like, says two weeks. Twenty four hours. I'll because have it done. Yeah. Phil's like, we can do it in three weeks. So then Gordon, right, like, because Phil says it right in front of the guy, and then Gordon turns to him and goes, two weeks. We'll get it done in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, because Bill's like, well, he just said three weeks is three weeks, two weeks, whatever. And then they look at Phil, and Phil's like, yeah, two weeks. Then they go outside, mm-hmm. and then Gordon says, I can do it in one. And Which is bananas. <laughs> uh, when they walk outside. Dog trash. And he'll match the other bids. Mm-hmm. Yes. When they go outside, uh, Phil, before they leave, still Phil steps into one of the old patient rooms and sees there's all kinds of weird and disturbing pics stuck to the wall. It's just a collage. A weird collage. It's still a collage. <laughs> Fits the definition. They always give crazy people artwork to do. Arts and crafts. It's a crazy people staple. And this is a creepy collage. <laughs> Outside, Bill and uh, Gordon are talking. They chit-chat about his new baby and how is his wife and all that stuff. He shows them pictures from the uh, christening and all that Which kind is of a stuff. good way to get somebody who's going to be deciding your bid. So, yeah, Look, I have a new baby. Way to play the game. It. And they seem to know each other. Yeah. And then finally, Gordon says, look, screw it. Um, we can do this in one week. Because uh, he wants him to say, the job is yours yeah. right now. He's like, and Bill's like, I could do it in one week. Bill's like, look, Give we can't. I need the job. I need to... He's like, this isn't how it's done. We, we do a certain protocol when we do all this. He kind of talks them into it. But he's like, one week for the price that the other guys were going to do it. You know, and then he's, he's like, okay, he, you know, we go ahead and do that. Uh, Phil ran in and grabbed his bag. He gets his bag, but he's staring at a couple other pictures. It's, this picture's of a, a monkey, an ape, holding a dead baby, gorilla or whatever. And next to it is a lady holding her, I guess, soon dead baby or something. I don't know. It's it's all kind of creepy and weird. Um, Especially since we just saw pictures of Gordon's baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then <clears throat> after this, we cut to Gordon. He's uh, in his van looking at pictures of his baby and his wife still. Uh, he's at his house. He can You can see across the street his wife and baby are outside. The dog's in the front yard. Uh, wife picks up the baby and heads inside camera kind of lingers on the front of the house and the front door's open you can see there's a large pot of boiling water on the stove but did they have to let it linger did they have to did they have to let it linger you know how often do you pull into your driveway and take out your wallet and look at pictures of people you're that are fucking in your house (laughs) i do that like once a day like is that weird i do it to people i don't know like i was like (laughs) what is he fucking doing because i thought like, Phil had made that comment earlier that he just seems like he's exhausted or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe he was, she had I'm left him or something. I thought that too. I thought she I had did. left him. <laughs> when he and he up. was, like, stalking them <laughs> yeah. or whatever because he's looking at the pictures. He's staring at her. And she goes in the house. But then he grabs his the roses and the yeah. bag of groceries and goes in the house. It and I'm like, what in the world? Like they've... They've had a big fight and they're not something. currently a spat. I thought he was, I thought he was creepy stalking her or something. And it took me, like through most of the movie, I really thought she had left him. I'm just saying. Well, she didn't leave him because that they're in the she house. She did leave him. No, no. But I thought she left. She him. can't leave him if they're still at the house. That's true. 
but she would have to kick him out. That would be an option. But leaving him I, is not one. To leave somebody, you have to leave. But like, <laughs> I thought it? she had left him a while. Oh, ago. stop saying that. <laughs> it seemed like maybe the birth of this baby had torn this couple apart. He could have left her, but she didn't leave anybody. Anyway, anyway, we thought there was a rift. Yeah. Oh, he a rift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, was, yeah. I, I get behind that, Carly. <laughs> See, Carly, you're making was, sense. I thought he was stalking his ex, and then he She's goes in the English house, and I was like, "What?" Well, that. Not to continue this, but uh, well, she does kind of pick her baby up, looking at him, and look kind of weird and go in the and house. Yeah, and go in the house. And go in the house. <laughs> and they're like, that doesn't really like. Fit. Wh- who's this creep looking at me? Shuts the door, hits a deadbolt. Yeah. And he's parked across what looks like a kind of busy street. Yeah. yeah. Kind of looking at weird. her, and she goes in the house. But, and so I'm with you. I'm thinking they're not together. Now it could Something just be happened. where they only rift, have on street parking on one side of the street. Yeah. yeah. Then he way, gets his stuff and goes inside, weird. and I'm like, oh. He goes inside with roses, and his wife asks what the occasion, and then it cuts. You hear a scream, and then it cuts to black. And then we go back to the building. Creepy. It's Monday. We know that. I'm oh, sorry. Because there's of, a uh, title card. giant big card that says Monday. You hit the table, not me. You're fine. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but you, like, you <laughs> said, oh, I'm sorry. to the table. table. Yeah. I was talking to the table. Okay, mind your business. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Jeez. Well, the table. And I like, I really do enjoy when they put the card like Monday. Yeah. Or like you'll, like in um, the loser episode <laughs> where I kept telling you where they are. Like London. Well, that they did because they, they switched a lot. <laughs> they moved a lot, yeah. Not like another movie that, because uh, it always was in like one place, it was always in Burbank because that was mm. Holly Davis and the Marlboro Man. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, Jesus wasn't in that. That, that was, hey, that hey, was hey. Don Johnson. Jesus is in everything as long as he's in your heart. Oh, she got you there. Okay, okay. Boy, I'll give you that, but but you were thinking Lord. of Don Johnson. Don Johnson was great. He was the Clergy. Marlboro Man. I do enjoy Don Johnson. Everybody enjoys Don Johnson. So, it's Monday. <laughs> the team is wearing special suits to keep them alive, yep. and uh, Phil and Gordon are setting up uh, kind of like an oxygen tank with different uh, plastic Clear plastic, so not to contaminate some, the whole some place. Some clean rooms or whatever. It looks like they're yeah. about to do an alien autopsy in this creepy old hospital. Right. Uh, we meet Hank. He, he comes off as a bit of a prick, but he's um he's also sleeping with Phil's ex. A point that uh, he reminds Phil of a lot. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a dick move. Yeah. He comes off as more of a bit, more than a bit of a prick. That is true. From there, we meet Mike and Jeff. He's a twat <clears throat> waffle. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Distant cousin to the douche nozzle. <laughs> Mike's fairly meticulous. Uh, he doesn't seem to play around. And uh, Jeff seems to be a bit of a kind of like the young fuck up type. Mm-hmm. Inexperienced. And he's never done this before. Yeah. He's Gordon's nephew. <clears throat> it's what is that called when you hire some? It's uh, nepotism. nepotism at its finest. Thank you. At least he didn't put him in charge. No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. oh, no. He was getting all the shit work. <laughs> Well, they talk for a bit, and then Jeff runs over and hooks up a giant boombox and starts to play uh, metal. Uh, Hank walks over and, and uh, talks to Jeff. He's like, uh, no, man, you don't get to play heavy heavy music, heavy metal music. The vibrations shake the cancer's particles loose, and then everyone breathes it in and dies. Stick to classical. So the team assembles outside. Phil explains that there's a part <clears throat> there's a part that the new guys don't know about. They pretty much have one week to do this whole cell, to do the whole job. If they do, the city said that they would kick in an extra ten k. Hank doesn't believe that they can do it. Like ten k a person? 
I think no, it's I think everybody. it's a group. Yeah, because yeah. Hank, Hank says Hank's that. Hank's like yeah. 10K a person, and no one says anything. I'm like, that's a no. <laughs> well, still, there's only five of them, so that's a $2,000 bonus for one week's worth of work. Yeah. So that's a pretty good deal. It's a good day's work. You can buy a lot of scratches paid. with that. Yes, they're getting their regular pay, and they're getting a bonus. I'm sorry. I would work my ass off for a $2,000 If you're already bonus. doing it, I guess, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't do this work, but it's Tony terrible. did research that we were talking about a little bit that this job is actually one of the most stressful jobs and it is incredibly dangerous and if you walk into a room and you're not properly attired then you're dead then they don't necessarily like they talk about it but oh, they're yeah. not acting like it one of really. our, I just want to thank our ancestors for building uh, things out of such crappy material that will kill you <laughs> well it was just so heat proof you know Asbestos like it's really good. Yeah. yeah, it'll kill you though. Yeah. Yes. So this thank you, the... ancestors, for that. This that is... and um gonorrhea. <laughs> I don't think our ancestors to... are the reason for gonorrhea. They sure are. These were the same guys that said pregnant women should smoke. It makes the baby happy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, mistakes were made. Yes. <laughs> so we got to hold it against them, right? No. Mm. So uh, was it Bill? I think this. No, no. The security guard guy checks with them and makes sure everybody's you know, ready to go and straight everything. Um, they ask why the place closed. And the guard says, well, mostly budget cuts. Um, Mike explains that, oh, that's not the only reason. Yeah, the heating bill, nothing must have been outrageous. That's yeah. maybe too. But he says uh, it was the P- Patricia Willard scan- scandal. None of them seem to know that story. So Mike explains that she was sent here for some adolescent manic depressant type stuff. But in the 80s, a new type of treatment had come out on the scene, repressed memory ther- therapy. So doctors use it on Patricia. And they do this a lot on, like, alien abductions and shit like that. It's kind of like hypnosis. And uh, when she goes under, she says that when she was 10, her father raped her. And as a matter of fact, he would come in her room a few times a week and do it. And then a few times he would come in wearing a black robe and then take her out to a wooded area where her and her grandparents and a mother would all uh, wear black robes. Then they would all take the robes off and have uh, group orgies. Then her mother would bring out a small baby, cut out its heart, drink its blood, yada, yada, yada. We don't need to Sta- keep getting into this story, but standard, you see where it's going. Standard Jennifer's body, <laughs> satanic rituals. Stuff oh, we all Jennifer's do. body we're bringing back around. Okay, well, <laughs> let's bring that movie standard. back. Standard. So Gordon, standard satanic rituals. Yeah, this see is, our you know, episode on Jennifer's the body. The worst kind of shit that can ever happen to you as a child, <laughs> yeah. that. Well, Gordon finally steps up and says, enough of this. You know, he doesn't want to keep describing this. And everyone's kind of stunned, staring at each other. And Mike says it was, a, it was kind of a thing in the 80s. It's called Satanic Ritual Syndrome. And she was set, all set up to sue the hell out of her parents, but suddenly dropped the, the lawsuit because her father, I think it was her father, found a record of a physical she had had a year earlier, and the exam ex- uh, explained that she was a virgin. The family sued the hospital and everything that and the budget cuts and poof no hospital it was all bullshit she made up boom that's how does that feel yeah so what kind of shit person was she that she made up about her family well no <laughs> let me just say that she said this. this i was gonna say no this, no this might take a weird no. turn <laughs> as She's, someone that made i'm wondering up if it's the term <laughs> no, that my head but took i'm wondering she said <laughs> this under hypnosis 
or whatever it was, this repressed memory therapy. Right. So this is something that was in her subconscious that came out. Maybe she was aware she was saying it because maybe hypnosis is crap, but maybe hypnosis is real and this was just something that she was unaware she was spouting. Maybe this was a book she had been secretly writing because she reading. was a whole... Or reading, and it came out I in this hypnosis. I secretly read shit all the time. And then they tell her, you said all this stuff under hypnosis. And she's like, oh, dang, did that really happen to me? Like, all right, well, I have two things to say to that. And if she was, did have some me sort of med... I got to finish because you're going to care it apart. Maybe she did have... Maybe so, this was some kind of weird thing that was just in the back of her mind, because who knows what's happening in the back of all of our minds. And then they tell her that she said this, and then she believes it because she did have some kind of mental illness. So then she thinks that this thing that she made up really happened. Like, Maybe. Could be a few things. Like, I'm just saying, there could be some layers to this. Ooh. Like a nice like parfait. parfait. Yes. <laughs> Everybody likes parfait. Now, what were you going to say? <laughs> One... Not Cut a, a hole in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Two, oh, put your junk in that box. <laughs> Three, make her open the box. And that's the way you do it. It's a dick in the box. <laughs> that took a weird turn. You Sorry. May, you may proceed. I thought it was what we were talking about. Nope, I'm <laughs> done. You may proceed, Mona. Oh, I right. actually had a thing. I actually had a thing I wanted <laughs> okay. to say. But that was the perfect ending to that. <laughs> I think we okay. should move on. Um, I just. You're drinking wine? Yep. If this became a thing, because he said this syndrome was popular in the 80s, there's also a chance that the people who were asking her questions and talking to her kind of led her places that she might not have gone. That was one of my things. (laughs) That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Um, All right. So, Carly, that was one of my things. The other thing was nobody can be hypnotized. So when you say, oh, they were hypnotized, that doesn't work on anybody. I went to one of those things where they bring you up on stage. I can't be hypnotized. Well, that guy couldn't do it. Are you sure? No. <laughs> now, now on our web, on our Facebook page, you'll see these pictures we have of, of John dancing like a chicken. But that's a different but, thing. But that was at a wedding, yeah, so yeah. it's excusable. No, I remember the guy going, oh, you'll be sleeping. I'm like, okay, I'm trying. It's just not working. But, okay. But who knows? I guess. You so, think Mom? <laughs> there are pictures of me dancing like a chicken. You were there. <laughs> So, um, has your mom been listening? No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, but if you are, hi, mom. (laughs) Audra, well, Audra won't listen to this one, she's never heard of this movie. Sorry, Audra. (laughs) Well, we're gonna tell her that we talked about her in this episode, and then she'll listen. Okay, I got the coolest thing about your sister, but I'm gonna wait till the end to say it. Okay, well, Jeff asks, um, Mike, how do you know all this? And Hank explains that Mike's dad is the attorney general. And uh, Mike's supposed to be following in his footsteps, so he knows all about all this stuff. We go um, from there. We go to Gordon and Phil. They are uh, unloading a truck. Gordon's limping heavily. He hurt his leg. He tells Phil he probably pulled something. Phil explains that he has another friend that is probably going to be probably would be better than Hank. He really doesn't want uh, Hank be, Hank working with them. He thinks Hank's a bit of a fuck up. Mm-hmm. Well, he, and he doesn't want to lose the bump. Well, Hank is boning his girl, so yeah. he um, hates Hank. For good reason. Yeah. And yeah, Gordon, I would hate Hank, too. Gordon sees, you know, what's up. So it would really be very him. hard to work with Hank after Hank stole my lady. Yeah, as soon as you steal my lady. No, that's no good. We can't. Be but friends. she couldn't have been a quality lady because who leaves David Caruso for Hank? <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, saying. You got to think, all right, she went from David Caruso to Hank. This girl has bad mates and bad life choices. Mm-hmm. Most girls have. <laughs> Most girls have. 
Well, Hank's spraying down asbestos um, down in the bottom of the uh, building. The red and, slime. Uh, he comes across mm-hmm. a, a part of a pipe or ductwork, I'm not exactly sure, and it says, Satan rules on it. And he laughs about it. I thought it said satin rules. I was talking about sheets. No, no, no. That was <laughs> oh shit. Satin definitely does not that really rule. does you slide right out the bottom. Like, <laughs> I thought why he laughed because he agreed that satin rules. Because when you get in bed and you just keep sliding. <laughs> That's not it. Oh, okay. Well, then I misread that. We Sorry. had a set of satin sheets. They're not good. You don't want them. They're terrible. <laughs> no. You wear some satin underwear and you slide across. Oh, and so, they pull up off the mattress. Not good. So Mike and Jeff are together, and uh, Mike's teaching Jeff how to drive. Basically, this motorized tile scraper. Yeah. It's kind of like a wheelchair with a scraper thing on the front. I don't know. Drive a lawnmower? Yeah, Yeah. same thing. Yeah. Uh, They blow a fuse. Uh, Mike tells Jeff to go check it out. Jeff says he can't. He has nyctophobia. Fear of the dark. I don't blame him. If I, I, I mean, I don't do have that, but I would in this place. I mean, <laughs> it's possible he's Canadian. I would claim that I have, shit. I have mental institution phobia. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I would claim that in this situation, be like, oh, I'm afraid of the dark. Yeah, but like right now, you turn off the lights, I'll be fine. Mike says fine. He'll go do it then, and he heads down. While he's down there, he finds a he finds Bane, who was born in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> he finds a records room. Uh, he's looking at different boxes, and he sees one wrapped up with red tape marked evidence. He cuts it open and uh, looks inside. There's a collection of recordings or sessions, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. He says, see, what you didn't see here, friends, is that Tony stopped, looked me right in the eyes, stone cold face with sessions. His, his eyebrows lifted <laughs> up into his hairline. He had crazy eyes. And as soon as I saw this, it said sessions, I was like, all right, so whatever's going to happen is going to be in session nine. And I was like, I definitely hope they don't play those tapes. (laughs) I was expecting it like, they better play those fucking tapes. I was like, please don't play those tapes. Please don't play those tapes. And every time they played one of the tapes, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's so creepy. So much to Elaine's grin. Mike starts to listen to it. Chagrin. Chagrin. I was like, what's happening on Facebook? Is that natural? Is that actual lemon juice here? Yes. 10%. Slow slow down, buddy. 10%. I apparently am the only one who has alcohol today. Yeah, your podcast is going to be fun. So Mike uh, listens to them and uh, pretty much over the rest of the film. They're marked with uh, Mary Hobbs. Let him get a sentence out. No. <laughs> turns into a really shitty co-worker because he keeps dipping out I on know. smoke breaks to listen to these creepy-ass tapes. I have to say, this was one of the issues I have with this movie. Is that they're like it's shitty? No, they're on this crazy timeline of one week, but we just see them all fucking off and doing whatever they yeah. want. Like, we we understand that they're getting some work done, but I don't believe there's any way in the world they were even a quarter of the way done well, in a week. Carly, it's a lot like this. When, well, like, when you watch, had... shit, look, I got this. Oh. <laughs> it's like, when you watch cop shows, you're like, wow, this is really cool because if they show what you act, cops actually do is really boring. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. If you watch them only like cleaning up asbestos, it'd be guys ceiling tiles, garbage bag. Ceiling tiles, garbage. Ceiling tile, garbage bag. Probably very true. That would be it. And, and it would be like, so boring. You're like, wow, this movie's already kind of slow. We don't need to help it. They all spend so much time not working. 
Because again, ceiling tile, garbage bag. Ceiling tile, garbage bag. Ceiling. That's so, all you get. <laughs> Could they do like a sped up montage for me so I can see a little bit more work? Only if they this have. is not the kind of movie that has a montage. <laughs> and no, and they put like push it to the limit. And he's, like, push it to the limit. And he's just taking them out. Only, <laughs> they just be so exhausted at the end of the day. <laughs> And then you get then you get Billy, whatever his name is, with the, the grinder thing and <laughs> Jeff. Him too. And Jeff's just going out like a champ. Billy. Billy's in the movie. Yes. Uh, even if they just showed clips of progress, maybe that would have helped me some, but Or maybe like what's Billy, the not the not a piano or Billy, Billy, don't don't you change your and would they speed everything up? Hmm? Yeah, something. So anyway. my second sentence is <laughs> <laughs> So all the tapes are marked Mary Hobbs. Um, she has DID, which is dissociative identity disorder, which is sort of, she has a bunch of mental problems that they can't identify and they put them all together. They're not really sure what this is. So she's kind of like Legion. Yeah. So yeah, actually (laughs) deep cut. That's uh, what I thought of. I'm like, she saw she's Legion. And, uh, this one eventually manifests itself in the multiple personalities. Uh, she has the princess, Billy and Simon. And of course, the addition and Mary. Mary. I was gonna say, don't I forget about Mary. More than that. Well, she's, well, Mary. Mary. she's Mary. She's Mary. She's Mary, and her alter identities are Princess Billy and Simon. <laughs> yes, when she goes out. And Why is crime. Simon such a creepy name? By the way, I feel sorry for everyone named Simon because Simon everyone is often Simon. because Simon, often Simon, well, Simon is a creepy says. name. Yeah. <laughs> And I hear Simon, I think of uh, Die Hard 3. That's what I think of You want to associate as much as you can with Die Hard. Makes because sense. that's what you do. Also, my it's... favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> but Simon wasn't in that one. He was in the third one. Also, Which, it's funny Christmas that you call Jeff Billy when Billy's one of the personalities. Whoa. It's scary. Keep going, going. All right. So in this session, the doctor's trying to get Mary to talk about what happened. Sentence four. When she was younger. <laughs> Mary's very hesitant to talk about it, but... And finally reverts to the princess. Uh, the doctor tries to get the princess to tell her what happened, and uh, she's not talking. Um, then he asks Billy, asks about Billy. She says Billy is nice, but he's sleeping right now. And then the doctor asks about Simon, and she will not talk about him at all. While this is happening, we get flashes of the others. Uh, Hank's at home. This is what they're off when they're off. Hank is at home uh, drinking and watching TV. His girlfriend's apparently bitching at him. Is what I get from the. Quick little flash. That seems about right. Yeah. Phil's uh, drinking, out. drinking alone at a bar. That also checks out. Yep. Gordon, Gordon is sitting in a van in front of his house and won't go in. Being creepy. And his leg is bleeding. Which I was, took me forever to figure out what's happening with this guy. <laughs> We're going to get to I that, will tell so you one thing before we get too deep is uh, this movie definitely, I know you may not agree, definitely <laughs> benefits from double watching. I, wa- I watched this movie probably three or four times. Every time I watched it, I noticed something different. And, oh. and I've seen this, you know, well, five, five, six times. I can't speak for everybody, but I'm going to look forward to that. Right. There's there's a few things that I picked up. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I was like, that reminds what happened me. to Go and grab that movie and give it back to Tony Rose. <laughs> <laughs> so you never watch it. Don't, 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 don't leave that shit. Hey, 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 don't spoil the end. All right. <laughs> Now we got Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, we're only on Tuesday. Yeah. This movie is it, a it, slow it, burn. I think you mean Thursday. How much time we got? So the boys are hard at work uh, loading up and removing asbestos. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> no, not for uh, Foreman Carly over there. <laughs> she knows how to move asbestos fast. 
<laughs> We're gonna give her number out at the end if you guys need the best <laughs> She's your lady. Oh, nice work, Arlie. <laughs> so, uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're making this movie sound way more fun than it is. Yeah. You guys gotta watch this with Carly. <laughs> People are gonna be like, man, this movie's so funny, and they're sitting down and watching, and they're like, like what is this movie? <laughs> Remember, I o- I o- I've said it once said it a thousand times, I really want to watch the movie that Carly watched. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the movie the, that Carly wishes is what? Right. Yeah. Or Carly's version of this movie. Tony probably would have enjoyed watching this movie with Elaine as I was hiding in your chest. <laughs> For large portions of it. So you think Tony would enjoy snuggling? <laughs> no, he would have enjoyed watching how scared I got oh. over the creepy ass music. Whoever did this soundtrack was excellent. And also, and also being sad because I missed the uh, removing asbestos montage. Oh, uh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Uh, Gordon, uh, Gordon's... To, to the sounds of hearts on fire from Rocky Four. Back to the movie, back to the movie. <laughs> Gordon's walking around, he zones out again, and he hears the voice again. It says, you can hear me. Hello, Clarice. But uh, Phil gets him out by banging on the rafters. We cut to Mike and Jeff. Um, they're bantering back and forth. Mike calls Jeff princess. And Jeff says, uh, I ain't a princess. Mike says, huh? This is one of those things that, again, if you watch it a few times, you'll start to notice that sometimes sometimes people, things people say in this movie aren't actually said. And sometimes people are talking to people, and they're not actually talking to them. It's kind of weird. But uh, he... Sometimes it's just things the characters are hearing. Yeah. Maybe that's just a glitch in the Matrix. Maybe. You see a cat walk by a couple times. <laughs> well, this place is messing with their heads. Messing with their heads. Which we, we expect. Well, that, I've been waiting for that the whole fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Start fucking. So we cut to Hank. That sounded weird. I was <laughs> <laughs> thinking of Jason X. <laughs> that's not what I meant. <laughs> we cut to Hank. He finds an old coin on the ground. He pulls, uh, pulls off his headphones and finds another one nearby. Looks like a maybe like a trail or something. And this was Elaine going, "Don't follow the breadcrumbs to the ghost. <laughs> Don't follow the breadcrumbs to the ghost." And then she didn't know what happens because she buried her head in the pillows. And- uh, <laughs> when he no, not yet. Tony, he looks. He sees, he sees a damaged wall, digs in it for a minute, and then a shitload of coins pour out. Coins, rings, all kinds of stuff stuff to pour this out. This is where Elaine got super creeped out because she was sure that he because he kept reaching in the hole that he was going to pull out like a body part or something was going to grab him I and I would hide and look hide and look hide and look I was so scared I yep. thought something was going to grab him I was so I was fairly confident that it would creeped wouldn't. out and terrified <laughs> I was confident it wouldn't because I've seen it about six times well it's a, one of those movie tropes and I just yeah. didn't think that this movie was going to follow those mm-hmm. uh, Phil calls out to him and he needs to that he needs to go work with Jeff and Mike uh, he leaves him, but we see him sifting through, sifting through the wall a little bit more, and it's a like a crematorium type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Fight team Mike's team. downstairs. He's listening to session five. We We're moving along. Few. Yeah, moving along quite nicely. I think two, well, three, at four. least you didn't have to listen to all the sessions. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's it doesn't matter. It's so creepy. So this time Billy Can't shows handle up. It. Doctor asks him, "Where does the princess live?" Billy says, "In the tongue," because she's always talking. He goes, where do you live, Billy? Billy says, I live in the eyes because I see everything. everything. He goes, where does Simon live? Billy won't answer that. He lives in your ass, all right? Move on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in the head or something. I don't know. That guy's so creepy. The crew talks about um, what does it take to get a a place like this, to get into a place like this. Murder? Mike explains, no. The insanity defense doesn't work. Jeff starts making fun of lobotomies 
and that's when Mike grabs him and pulls out his chopsticks. Yeah, well, they're having lunch. He whip them out. They were eating Chinese food, well, so yeah. it was in his hand. Well, he kind of didn't he just break them and pull them out. Yeah, but you know, he explains that they would stick a long metal pipette into the eye near the tear duct, wiggle it up and down a few times. They would wiggle it just a little bit. Yeah, that's the group. And uh, <laughs> stressed, stressed, violent patient was now permanently calm. The side effect: black eye treatment, sunglasses. Mike, Jeff, and Hank are all. Mortified. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. That can't be right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically, you can tell Gordon's staring at this like, wow, these guys are kind of fucking weird. Mm-hmm. See, now, this I hate to cut where... you off, but hold on. This is oh. before the time that you can Google shit. Like, uh, right now, if you were to say that to someone, they'd go, bullshit, and they'd Google it, see if that's what you would do. Mm-hmm. But back in 2001, you should have to take that word because you had no way to fucking figure yeah. it out. Like, that word was gospel. You couldn't yeah. just check. Like, nowadays, I'd Google that shit. Like, ah, you're full of shit. This is when Elaine thought Mike was going to be the killer. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Because that was so creepy, and he was so calm about it, and I was like, he's been listening to the tapes. <laughs> you don't watch enough horror movies. It's never the so guy So Elaine was like, part of the deal. okay, Mike is the killer. Mm-hmm. That's when I yeah. thought, oh, I was liking Mike. And Except now, for the movie Scream. He's it creepy. Exactly- <laughs> They're all creepy. <laughs> well, Hank, Jeff, and Mike are all um, to work together on the tiles big surprise mike starts to bail to go listen to more tapes mm-hmm. and after a few minutes hank explains uh that he wants to go live in vegas as a dealer he explains that jeff you need an exit plan the stress of this job will eat you up inside he picks up a piece of asbestos and says it's very likely that already a small piece of this may have gotten into your lungs it sits there forms a tissue something like a pearl then by the time you're 30 bam you're drowning in lung fluid Hank creepy. Hank says he bets Mike will leave soon and go back to law school. He says uh, pretty much everybody has to have a, a backup plan. The one he's worried about is Gordon. He did say Phil has a plan, and if you stay here long enough, he'll explain it to you. And this is where I started wondering, is Phil a drug dealer? <laughs> we cut to Mike. He's looking in Gordon's van, and he sees flowers laying on the, on the van's ground or whatever, mm-hmm. inside the van with uh, red stuff on it from earlier. Like blood. It's not blood. Hank says Phil has a plan too. Uh, The bad part is Gordon. He's stuck here. If he didn't get this job, he would have lost his business. Imagine the stress of that. But he's never seen Gordon nervous. Um, Never seen him really reacting to much of anything. But lately, he thinks he's starting to see small cracks. We cut to Gordon. He's finishing up a room when he calls his wife on a cell phone. We only hear his side of the conversation. But afterwards, uh, Gordon is looking out the window and sees Phil in the parking lot. I think behind the building, and he's talking yeah. with some uh, rough-looking dudes about something. Again, some real slime. Elaine thinks that <laughs> not Phil, real, not class is acts a drug like dealer. I think he has a secret pot farm in his basement, wow. and that is Phil's exit plan. I don't know why my brain maybe, went there, but Bruce that's what I think is happening. CSI. Hello, <laughs> just Elaine was watching CSI yep. Virginia. Yep. <laughs> that night, Hank comes back and uh, goes to clean up the, the money that he, some of the money that he found. Yeah, and Elaine was like, oh my God, he's there in the middle of the night. Oh my God, he's going to get killed by a ghost. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. The ghost is going to murder yeah. him. See, I thought Mike was the murderer, but nope, there's actually a ghost because this is where Hank gets killed yeah, by I the ghost. I think I was gypped by not getting to watch this with Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine is so hilarious. freaked out. So freaked out. Meanwhile, John's like, <laughs> stop it. 
No, because uh, she's constantly grabbing. <laughs> Stop it. And then, like, the music will change, and I'll be like, what do you find? What do you find? <laughs> and she'll put her face right in front of my head. It's like, I can't fucking see. You know? <laughs> so, like, so, like oh, I'm hiding, shit. like, in his armpit, right? Uh, and I'm like, and I can hear the movie, and he'll be like, oh, what's this? And I'll be like, what? What? What was it? And I'll look, and they'll be like, oh, no, I can't work. Can't there's a part later. We'll get to it. Remind me of that. All right. <laughs> Well, Hank's digging around. He finds a couple of glass eyes, and then he hears a loud thud. He's scared for a second, but quickly goes back to his looting. And, uh, in this, He's like, no, no, this is important. Yeah. Well, well hey, if you're looting. In this, this handful that he pulls out, he finds bits of hair and a, I don't want to say this word. A tooth? Lekatoon? Sure. It's the uh, the instrument that they did use to perform lobotomies. Oh, yeah. yeah, the lobotomy thing. She's like, what is that? What is that? I'm like, that's pretty weird. It's like uh, a metal chopstick. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. It's, it's a, a chopstick right? like a with, head, with yeah. a handle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Hank starts to sneak out. We call it the lobotomizer. And he's starting to get nervous. That's probably what they did call it. It's yeah. uh, pretty much Silent Hill up in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. He finds a Jif peanut butter putter jar on the, in the hallway. I was like, was it a ghost? Did he find a ghost? And John goes, no, it's a Jif peanut butter jar. <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, he starts hearing movement. Now, I forget about this part every time I watch it, um, and you probably do too because it's not a big. Movie. I did because I'd never seen it before, dude. There's a part. There's a part where you see something. Yeah, and yes. it looks like a monster. It looks like, like a person. That's not a person. Like whoever's watching, listen to this. When you watch it and you see the person move, whoever you think it is in this movie, that's nobody in this fucking movie. That's a fucking monster. Because it, it look every time I watch it, I'm like, that's fucking scary, and it scares me a little bit. Like, I saw shit. that part, which I was yeah. not enjoying. And um, I was totally freaked out. I was like, oh my god, it's a ghost! <laughs> it's just like a three men and a baby. I was sure it was Mary's no, ghost. No, go with me on this. It's like three men and a baby where they're walking with, with his mom with a baby, and you're like, oh my god, there's the ghost right there. But you know <laughs> it's a Ted Danson cutout, but you're like, you still think it's a ghost. I never thought it was a ghost, even before I knew it was Ted Danson's cutout. So Hank sees a it's shadowy a ghost. form. This, I thought, was the fucking ghost. And then, and then all of a sudden, it's like, but it was ghost. just birds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he runs and falls and then uh, gets up and runs and then spur- birds scatter around and he continues to sneak out. But then he rounds the corner and bam, something gets him. And I was like, oh no, he's lost. <laughs> so the next it's day. It's a big building and I would definitely yeah, it's be a big lost. Building. So now it's. Because the ghost. Wednesday. <laughs> and doesn't he say, what are you doing here? Like right before it. Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't remember. I, remember I think something. It might have been another so, time. It's so creepy. All right, so then. Creepy. The next day, everybody gets to work. Uh, nobody knows where Hank is. Every, eventually, Phil calls his ex, and uh, she tells him that Hank packed his stuff up last night and said he found his ticket and is leaving for casino school. In Miami. <laughs> Which is it's that just... where casino school is? Because I was thinking Atlantic City, Vegas, Miami. Well, he could take it. Again, I guess, but yeah, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of a weird thing to be obsessed with. <laughs> Where does this take place in? This what is, city is this? Uh, Danvers. We're in Massachusetts. 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 Yeah. yeah. See, so I would think Atlantic City. Yeah, it's yeah, way closer than. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's a way for it's you true. to learn how to be a dealer in Atlantic City. I don't and Welcome I don't know if Miami. you have to go to Miami. casino school. <laughs> In Miami. I don't know, but if you ever have the chance to go to casino school in Miami, I would suggest you do it. Well, either way, Off Phil, hurricane season, though. Phil is loving this, and he says, he told you so, and he wants to replace uh, Hank immediately with his friend. Mm-hmm. Gordon thinks this is suspicious and asks Phil 
Well, then what were those two guys you were talking to the other day? What were they about? Gordon loses it and runs off. He uh, sits alone and tries to compose himself when he notices his right hand has blood pulled on a few of his fingernails. Did you say Deadpool? Which I was like, does he have stigmata? Stigmata. Now that's a movie so you should do. I've seen that. You saw stigmata? How the fuck did you see stigmata? I don't remember. I also see that and I remember it being very boring. Um, that's all I remember because I blocked most of it out because I don't remember the I crazy part. I will say parts. my friend Ronnie but, calls out a work with stigmata once in a while. But no, <laughs> because... So Gordon, every time he like zones out into nothing, he's mm-hmm. always looking at what I thought was the chapel, but was apparently the, the graveyard. The, area, isn't the it? path to the graveyard, because it's got crosses on it and it looks like a covered bridge. And I just thought there was like an outside chapel, but apparently it's the way of the graveyard. But I kept. But then he looks at his fingernails and is bleeding. And I'm like, is he gonna come down with stigmata? Is this a religious movie? I'm so confused. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that tidbit of nothing. <laughs> Only, call, only me and Tony are allowed to high five. Okay, you're not allowed to high five during the podcast. We can do whatever we want. We can fist bump. <laughs> a bro does not leave another bro hanging. You're not oh, my bro. Torn a bro them. does not leave another bro hanging. A bro does I not give you leave a high another. Two. <laughs> high two. High <laughs> two. You owe her three. Too sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Phil and Mike talk for a little bit. They're talking about how they, uh, Gordon might be losing his mind. Because of the pressure of fatherhood and because, of course, the fiber. Gordon is wandering around the graveyard. Uh, Mike digs around and finds uh, Mary Hobbs' file. It says that she's deceased. Mm -hmm. And that she's patient number 444. Gordon's back on his cell phone talking to his wife again. Um, He asks for forgiveness. Camera pans down. No. <laughs> the cam- he's sitting on a tree, and as the camera pans down, he's standing over what we know is uh, Mary's grave. Because it says 4444. Four, four. Four. Yeah. <clears throat> Jeff walks up to Gordon. He attempts to calm him down. Jeff asks about his wife and his daughter, and he's visibly shaken. And he says that, he, that she is very tired. Um, Mike's listening to another session. In this session, we find out that Mary doesn't know what happened. She uh, changes to Billy. Billy won't cooperate either, so the doctor wants to talk to Simon. Billy says no, and he's afraid of Simon. Simon is sleeping. (laughs) You can talk to Garfunkel. (laughs) (laughs) It's obvious that Simon has always been superior to Garfunkel. I'm just going to say it. Mm. Hot take over here on the underappreciated movie podcast. <laughs> Simon is better than Garfunkel. Whoa, whoa, Shots fired. Oh, whoa, whoa. All you Garfunkelites. <laughs> right in. The Funkinators. <laughs> I think I like the Funkalites. Funkalites. Uh, Funkalites. So back inside, Phil and Gordon are finishing the up. The Funkadactyls? Finishing nope. up their day. Gordon asks Phil, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done? He says, introducing his ex to Hank. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> Gordon explains that he hit his wife. He went home with roses and champagne to celebrate the job. His wife turned around fast and spilled boiling water and maybe pasta on his leg. He says he lost it and he hit her. It was an accident. That was not an accident. He's staying at a hotel. Uh, Please don't tell anyone. And then uh, he says to go ahead and call your friend. Phil says that the guys have talked and um, he said the guys that he talked to were graffiti artists and he warned them off. He said they won't be back. Which, again, I thought was a lie because I'm sure at this point Phil is a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his exit plan. 
At night, it Gordon. It could be. It's night, and Gordon's sleeping in his van. He hears. Uh, We're doing a lot of painting at home. I'm covered in paint. Sorry. <laughs> and I think all the the friends out there would love to hear that out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post pictures pictures on the Facebook. Lies. <laughs> right. <laughs> at night, Gordon's sleeping in his van. Exactly. He hears the voice again. It says, "Hello, Gordon. Do you know who I am?" And then he replays an audio version of Gordon's altercation with his wife. Gordon's uh, pouring disinfectant, I assume iodine or something, on his leg. And then no. he screams. Oh, it's so gross. This made me think of, I thought this wound was self-inflicted. I really did not make the connection between the boiling water and the wound on his leg until John said, no, he but yeah. got, it was his burn. <laughs> I thought it was self-inflicted a la... Um, Boiling water? No. <laughs> no. The... Um, Floor's that movie lava? with Brad Pitt and Edward Floor's Norton. Lava. No, the movie Fight with Brad Club. Flight Club. I love Fight Club. Flight Club. Oh. Shut up. I love Fight, Flight Club. Fight Club. Fight Fight Club. Club. <laughs> Is mile high. <laughs> I thought it was I love Fight Club and that it was self-inflicted. Okay. And he was punishing himself because, I mean, I thought he was completely off his rocker. And he had obviously cracked to the stress of this terrible divorce. And that he had... <laughs> Again, maybe a better movie. <laughs> I don't know Carly what. Carly and Elaine's versions are always... Yay, nay, maybe. I'm going to yay Carly's movie. Said, and he said that he had hit his wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought maybe he did this to himself. And that he was making it worse when he poured the... Like, I, I'm like, what is he doing? Oh, my God. And John's like, no, that's his, he's healing his wound. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, that's not nearly as cool. <laughs> Pretty much. That's I'm going exactly to very... I'm very creeped out at this point. Like, Elaine is having a hard time with this movie. And it's only Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> From there, we wander around the halls a little bit. The camera does. Uh, we see shadows. Um, somebody's walking around, but we don't get to see who it is. And yeah, it's Thursday. Oh, thank God. Thirsty Thursday. 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 Ooh. Speaking of, have you seen Thor Ragnarok? Uh, not in the last 20 minutes. It's, it's the, the best Hulk movie out there. <laughs> it is. I stole your joke. I know. So we start off with Phil. Uh, he's rolling and partaking in what the kids call the pot. Ooh, the pot. Again, more Cannabis. evidence Phil is a drug dealer. <laughs> the marijuana, if you yes. will. So he knows Mary Jane. Tony's last theory dance, Mary was Jane. Oh, he bought I don't the pot think so. <laughs> I'm quite sure he does <laughs> the last because dance. Because I thought he was selling huh? the pot to the dogs. <laughs> um, when Gordon pulls up, uh, Phil says Craig's coming uh, tomorrow. He's going to pick up where Hank left off. Phil asks Gordon if he's okay. Gordon says, I want to go home. He has a glassy look in his eyes. Inside, Jeff and Mike are working together again on the tiles. Mike sneaks off and uh, unplugs the rig, acts like he's going to go take care of the breakers again. But before he can, uh, Phil pulls him aside and says uh, they need to talk about Gordon. Phil explains that Gordon's cracking up and that he hit his wife. All the while, Gordon's actually a level below near the stairs and can hear him talking. Phil says, from now on, I'm in charge. Gordon walks up all of a sudden on the two of them, and they try to act cool. They kind of, t- t- you know. They're terrible like, at What's it? this shite? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jeff goes downstairs and checks the breaker, quickly stopping. Uh, he s- steps in the dark real quick, checks the breaker, and runs out real quick. So every time they went to check the breaker, it looked like they just plugged something in downstairs. And I was like, 
Yeah, I don't know how that's that, not a breaker. The breaker that's thing. That's a plug. Yeah. <laughs> don't only, worry about that, Carly. <laughs> it's also hooked up to a generator. I don't know. It's kind of don't don't it's you worry about strange. that. Okay? Maybe. Oh boy. Strange. Maybe. <laughs> See, look what you did now. <laughs> now look what you did. <laughs> We've got okay. another divergent parallel universe from Elaine. So, it's obviously on a generator, uh-huh. and it moves. Uh, I'm stuck so, maybe dimension. it wiggles itself loose, and they have to just make sure that it's plugged it in. periodically have to go plug because it in Because they're again. plugging the generator into the breaker to supply mm-hmm. power. Okay. That's, that's feasible. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, Jeff fixes the possible breaker and uh, heads back up the stairs. But on his way up, he sees Hank. Hank's hanging out. But he's behind a caged-off area, so Jeff can't actually get to him. And he's just staring out the window. He has his headphones on and sunglasses. Hank just says, what are you doing here? And then touches the glass. And um, there's blood on his fingers. He smears it on the glass. And Jeff yells at him. He doesn't really answer. And then Jeff runs downstairs to find the other, Or runs upstairs to find the others. Like you do. Mm-hmm. Gordon tells Jeff to order lunch because it's noon. Gordon steps up to Phil and looks like he is going to attack him. But then Jeff runs in. He yells that he saw Hank. Phil dismisses it. Uh, but Gordon's like, no, I want to go see. Phil's so, like, how could he be in the building if he's in Miami? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all heard her say he's in Miami. And Gordon's like, no, only you heard you he's were. in Miami. You could have been making it up. He said, I'm going to Miami. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. When they get there, Hank's gone, of course. If he was dancing in the club, but the heat was on. <laughs> Not in the beach in the break of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but Gordon sees the coin on the ground. And Phil explains that uh, this is stupid. It's like what Elaine was saying. We all heard his ex say Hank left for casino school. Gordon makes a point. No, that's not correct. Phil told us that. You told us that. But we didn't hear hear her say anything. Phil's obviously pissed. Gordon says, "No problem. I'll call her. Give me the cell phone." And uh, Phil's like, "No." And they get in a big fight about it. But then they hear someone. Uh, scuttering and running across the roof above them. So they all go after it. The noise. Mm-hmm. Now this gets a little complicated because we do a lot of flashing and jumping around here and we split up the party, which you're not supposed to do. Um, <laughs> they really split up this party. The only thing that would have made this worse is some of them had sex. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for people listening that have no context. They're like, I don't know the difference between Phil and Jill, Jill and John and Gordon and Billy and you know, like who all these fucking people are. But, right. So either way... Phil and Jeff. So you should definitely go watch this movie so you know who we're talking about. Yes. Phil and Jeff go one way. Gordon and Mike go the other. Uh, Gordon and Mike split up again with Mike going going down further to look for more recordings. And then he finds... Session nine. Yep. She stole my thunder. Yeah, but this is the thing about fucking Mike. Oh. They're looking for Hank. Mm. Hank's in the building and Mike is like, you know what I really gotta do? Listen to Session 9. I, know, I thought... Well, the movie's called Session 9. It's kind of important. Why home and listen to it at home? I don't know. <laughs> he just kept dipping out at work and yeah, they're doing important shit and he's like, no, no, no I'll be back. I gotta, I gotta go listen to an hour Session of nine. the tape because I don't think they were short. <laughs> I mean, Gordon's obviously losing it and is barely <laughs> conscious but like you don't I got excited Stick when I saw together. this. I was like, oh, good. Whatever's going to happen, it's going to happen now. <laughs> I don't have to live through Friday and Saturday. <laughs> uh, Phil is going... Uh, what is this? Phil is going too fast. Phil is going too fast for Jeff. And Jeff's upset because there's very little light where they're going besides the drop lights. Uh, Phil hears a Walkman and sees uh, sees that it's going down this one tunnel. 
So he's going to go down in the dark. Jeff stays behind. They kind of back and forth. Phil's like, look, Tells I Jeff, understand. Stay here. Stay here. He's like, I don't have a radio. And he's like, stay here and let me know if anyone's coming. And he starts to leave. And Jeff he goes. He said, I'll be right back. That's what, <laughs> you also don't ever say that shit. He starts to leave. And Jeff goes, well, be careful. Because when we saw him, when I saw him, he had blood on his fingers. And he's like, okay, whatever. Um, he feels pretty confident he can take Hank in a fight. Mm-hmm. Gordon runs off. Um. But immediately, he kind of hurts his leg a little bit and starts limping from the earlier injury. He's got this giant burn, which yeah. looked nasty. So Not Mike, being properly treated. Mike starts to listen to the last session. And this one, the doctor explains to Billy that he need what uh, he needs to explain what happened on that Christmas night or whatever. If they're going to be healed, he goes, if Mary's hurt and damaged, then all the other personalities are hurt and damaged too. And the only way that we can heal all of you is if all of you understand what happened and explain what happened. Whatever, that's not, he's not buying it. So Jeff's in the hallway. Uh, The generator starts to run out of gas, so the lights start to flicker. Jeff gets understandably nervous. Because he's got the necrophilia. Yeah. Nectophilia. Necrophilia is a different (laughs) thing entirely. That's what I said. You just heard me wrong. You've been drinking. Gordon hears the voice call out to him again as he searches. Uh, Jeff heads down a long hallway, strong with lights, again. Phil Phil hears someone um, asking, what are you doing here? We know it's Hank, but he doesn't. What are you doing here? Jeff sees the lights go out one by one and starts screaming and running. This was terrifying. Because he's freaking the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. It was terrifying. Also, FTFO, if you will. Call back to Carly's episode. This means war. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Jeff runs down, starts running down the tunnel as the lights are going out, mm-hmm. and you pan up above ground and you see this dilapidated house. Who built a house next to a crazy house? <laughs> All right, I'm pretty sure that house is there first, and those fuckers refuse to move. I'm just like, I'm like, oh my god, what's this dilapidated house doing here? <clears throat> Why is Jason's house next to the insane asylum? <laughs> Killer, mommy. Well, Mike, Sorry, that's something else. Mike continues to listen to to the session, and the doctor is trying very hard to wake up Simon. He wants to talk to Simon. I wouldn't want to talk to Simon. I don't want to talk to Simon. <laughs> Phil finds Hank um, down in the lowest part of the tunnels. He's in his underwear in the corner, crying. And he's muttering, what are you doing here? Phil calls to Gordon, and he says... <laughs> well, I want to remember what it looked like, because okay. the duck knives I had didn't look like that. Uh, Phil calls to Gordon and says... Um, Hey, I'm coming to you. And uh, he he basically knows that Gordon did this, is what he's saying. Well, Gordon says, I found Hank. Because Gordon also sees Hank. I don't remember. I didn't watch I the movie. I thought a lot of weird shit was I going on. I thought Gordon said, I found, or I think I found Hank. He says that because he's trying to pull Phil but to him. But we see Phil with Hank. Yeah. And... This is where I thought Phil murders Hank. <laughs> I've come around on Phil. I went from drug dealer to murderer, and now I thought Phil murders She's Hank. running out of options. She's pulling a straw. It's like, it like, might be fucking Hank for all we know. I was like, oh my God. Hank killed so Hank. Because they way they cut, and then Gordon, and I'm like, I think Phil just murdered Hank. Oh. All right, thanks Hank. for that. 
So Mike gets. I wanted to know how creeped out and confused I was here. I'm sure they know. Phil has the whole movie wanted to hurt Hank. That's true. And now we have a hurt Hank. I want our listeners to know. And we don't know. They have a good. Did the girl really creepy and confused? I just said that. I just want them to know. All right, they know. Third time, we got you. The uh, obviously the generator is cut off. Mike goes upstairs to get up to set everything back up. Cause his and, tape uh, stops. And it's yeah, it's the gas is out. Um, he sets the generator back on and uh, tapes start back up. And like finally, we hear Simon. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> Simon says, want to play a game? I was on my way to St. Dives and with a man with seven Simon's wives, seven <laughs> wives, seven, seven cats, seven cats. Seven. Oh, sorry, that wasn't it. No, that was not a sign. Good on you for knowing how that sequence goes, though. Yeah. Good on you. Very impressive. <laughs> came out of nowhere. I, don't know why I, I still can't that. figure out the bottle thing. So I can explain that to you later. No. I know how it works, but I always forget it every time. I'm like, damn, I just killed uh, Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson. <laughs> Simon, Motherfucker! Simon comes on. He says, hello, doctor. And it's the voice that Gordon's been hearing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't immediately put together. <laughs> so we finally hear what the story is from Simon. Mary and Peter. Peter's her brother. Mary got a knife for Christmas. Who buys their kid a knife for Christmas? Mary got a ceramic, ceramic-headed ceramic doll for Christmas like they made back doll. in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter got a hunting knife. Peter hid from Mary and then jumped out and scared her. She ran away and fell on the doll, and the doll shattered and slashed her chest up. Mary was terrified and hurt, so Simon appeared in her head. Simon said, it's okay, but we need to get Peter back. We need to cut him up, and we need to cut him up real bad. Luckily, the hunting knife was brand new, so it was extremely sharp. So she went and mutilated her brother while Simon laughed. Then, so she wouldn't be punished, Simon said, well, we have to take care of your parents too. So she went in there and cut her parents all up and killed them. So Jeff runs out of the building, um, tearing his suit off. Screaming. And uh, probably... Lane and Jeff were on the same page here. (laughs) Probably inhaling dangerous amounts of asbestos. Yes, probably. Uh Phil and Gordon face so off. he's going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. Phil and Gordon face off in the uh, room. Phil has a duct knife in his hand. And we cut away. Uh, we see someone... It's like a, a little hooked knife. Yeah. Like a tiny raptor's claw. If you've seen Director's Park. Director's, Director's Park? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you tell me about that movie? I know. I haven't seen that one. That sounds good. <laughs> Director's Park. <laughs> Who was in that? Very interesting. They get mosquito blood and they bring back directors that passed away. <laughs> <laughs> Park. Oh. Jurassic Park. Oh. Jurassic Park. Okay. I was just saying, Jurassic does John Ford come back? Because John Ford was a great director. <laughs> Harold Ramis, I think. Please, Harold Ramis. Yeah. Nah, Egon, but he not forgotten. You know what I mean? Someone approaches Jeff. We don't see who. And uh, they kill Jeff. And they kill Jeff. Uh, Jeff goes the way of the dodo bird. Now it's Friday. Yay. T G I F. This is. Not for any of these guys. The recorder, <laughs> the re- the recorder is, left. <laughs> is spinning still as we pan over pictures of Mary at various ages. We find Gordon. Uh, he's in the van. Uh, he gets a call on the radio saying that they found the one who did it. And Gordon goes inside. Craig pulls up. And grabs his gear, ready to join the team. He, like, peels into that parking lot. He is good to go. As he walks like, by, he doesn't money. notice that there's a large bloody hand. Do that again Gordon's for me. He's like, money. <laughs> money. All right. I think Carly might have a split personality. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's the coolest I'm Bill. <laughs> Her hand gesture might be my favorite tertiary object. <laughs> money. 
that on the table? I'll accept that. <laughs> so Craig walks through the building, calling out for Gordon. Uh, and as he passed by the gym, the gym, we see a large blood pool on the floor, but he does not. Gordon walks up and sees Hank lying on the floor, uh, and he takes off the sunglasses. We can see someone performed a lobotomy on him. This is the part of the movie I said remind me later, because this is when Elaine looked away, and when he pulls the lobotomizer out, mm -hmm. yeah, Elaine couldn't see that, but I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Which like, I was so glad I didn't see whatever you, happened. You I missed no it, idea. but I was like, oh! I have no idea what happened there, but John went, whoa! Oh, and I was, was like, gross. oh, thank God. Was like, that was so fucking cool! <laughs> it was gross. I'm so glad I wasn't watching. <laughs> Phil is there and uh, starts to explain that Gordon... Uh, is having problems. Gordon is hallucinating, and none of this is happening. And uh, they argue for a while, and then Craig yells out, and um, Gordon looks back at him, and then looks back at Phil, and Phil's gone. Phil's gone. He was Phil's never there. Phil's been trying to get him to wake up, wake up. Yeah. Craig sees what's going on and freaks out. Gordon immediately grabs grabs him up, and stabs him in the eye, performing yeah. another lobotomy. Oh. After he broke one of his teeth. This is lobotomy too. Electric boogaloo. Yep. Mm. Bigger, stronger, faster, harder. So we hear the doctor Ew. talking to Simon, and he asks, uh, "What? Uh, why did you tell Mary to do that to to them? To them, Simon?" Simon says, "Because she listened to me. They always listen to me." Then we see a flashback of Gordon. Uh, he killed Phil, and he also went and slashed Mike's throat. Yeah, we just kind of watch him systematically murdering everyone. Yeah. So here at the end, we see that Gordon is wandering around in a, in a haze. Phil keeps telling him to wake up, and we see that we see him kill his family in a flashback, with Simon saying, do it, Gordon. Then we see all the pictures on the wall of his friends and family at the christening, and they all have blood on them. We cut back to the high ch to the uh, chair that we saw. And, the wheelchair. Uh, yeah. Gordon tries to talk to his uh, wife on the phone, but it's a smashed cell phone. He's still talking to her. It ends with the doctor finally asking Simon... Well, where do you live, Simon? And Simon replies, I live in the weak and the wounded. And then that's it. And that's the end of the movie. And then we watch Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> so we can have a little pick-me-up. <laughs> so we landed in like, nightmares. Ah. <laughs> so a nice palate cleanser. Friends, if you're ever out there, you don't know what to do, you got to clear your palate. Whatever's going on, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> so... We watched something after this, but I can't remember what it was. Maybe stand up. Okay, then. Yeah, something. You gotta watch something after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Triple X. What'd you think, Carly? Oh, go on. Oh, oh. 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 I thought first. I was going first. She All didn't right, even go. have her shit together. I, oh, it's here. Did you pick out a song? Hey, you this, play at the end? you're supposed to say that off mm. camera here. Well, I'm giving him no, time. No, but I do have something I can play. All right. My play favorite character, even oh, though God. I didn't really have a favorite character, I didn't really like any of these characters incorrect answer there is definitely a clear favorite uh but probably jeff <laughs> incorrect again jeff or mike okay and you hate mike my least favorite like character mike. was hank um my favorite line was little mullet head he might have he might be a party in the back but i'll make sure he's business in the front <laughs> John looks sad like that was going to be his. No, that wasn't mine. That wasn't mine there. My favorite scene. 
sorry. Is when Hank is going when he finds all the stuff, and we can see that it's the crematorium, and he keeps sticking his hand in the wall and finding like teeth and eyeballs and weird shit, and and you're like, ooh, it's really creepy, and what's gonna happen? And all right, yeah. that's my favorite scene. That's your favorite scene. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And my favorite tertiary object is the lobotomizer. <laughs> the lobotomizer. Good one. Elaine looks scared. I'm horrified I by that answer, I listeners. Want one. <laughs> horrified. But it just kept coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. All right. And I will. <laughs> I'm going to yay this. All right, we got one. I do want to watch it at least one more time because I do think there's stuff I missed. And I do think that it's worth watching if you're into creepy movies and you want to be creeped out. But uh, it was really tense and a little slow. I'll give him that. A little slow. And it could have... I would have liked a little bit more understanding that they got anything accomplished on the job. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the is, I wish something happened, but... Carly was very uh, concerned they were not going to get their $10,000 bonus. I wish I, had, uh, I wish I had better editing equipment. I would go and, and edit all the f- scenes of them with, with uh, removing asbestos and put like a Rocky theme on it. <laughs> it would be fantastic. I could do that. Uh, that would be a good thing for our Facebook page. All right, who's next? That. I don't know if I have that kind of time. Blaine. Okay. Ooh, I'm last. All right. Well, so second. obviously my favorite character is Phil because he's the only choice for favorite character. Really? Uh, obviously. I didn't okay. like yeah. Phil most of the movie. I enjoyed him quite a bit. I I believed them when they were leading me to think he was the bad guy the whole time. I, I was, was with so him. when he's they, killing them all. When, <laughs> when he found Hank in the tunnel and I thought he killed him, I was so sad because he was my favorite character, the voice of reason, and I was like, oh no, not Phil. I think I even said aloud, oh no, Phil's She had there. a lot of fillings for him. Oh. 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 I it was the voice of manipulation and not the my, voice of reason. My least favorite character was Gordon. I was very confused Why about Why do you like him? Because he killed everybody. <laughs> no. I actually like Jason either, that. So. I thought about changing it once I found out that Gordon was actually the killer because the whole time I was like, what the fuck is happening with Gordon? What is going on with Gordon? Why does he keep zoning out, zoning out all the time? Is he getting divorced? What's the deal with his family? Where did he get that Gordon from? <laughs> I just definitely him... somebody that reads novels. <laughs> I definitely was like, I'm not getting enough backstory what? here for Gordon. She's like, guy burned his leg and has a family? That's all I get? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what TV show they watch on the weekends. <laughs> You're so true, sir. Um, but I was just like I I just I don't know he his character confused me mm-hmm. and so I didn't really like it my favorite scene is when they're having lunch and they're talking about all the different reasons people were committed and mm-hmm. not necessarily even the scary ones but just kind of the ridiculous reasons like that people disappointed were hopes yeah yeah and if you passion. get a chance because I've, I've looked at these if you get a chance go back and look at them it's pretty it's pretty horrifying it is like ninety percent of them are just women. If you're a woman, you get to go to an insane asylum. It was mm-hmm. horrifying, like it's really terrible, and funny, mm-hmm. and then therefore extra horrifying because you're like, well, that's ridiculous, and then you're like, oh no, that person that got put really in here happened. for that. Yeah. Um, my favorite object is the glass eyes in honor <laughs> of our friend who we do jujitsu with, who just got a brand new glass eye. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Sean. 
Thank you for listening. If you don't listen, we're going to give you a shout out. I don't think he does, but I just, my favorite, I was like, oh, that's so creepy. But those are cool because, and he's like, I could get something for these. And I'm like, I know exactly how much one of those just He's like, I got a guy. (laughs) So, Well, because he had a fundraiser and we raised money like that. My favorite line is, I'll motivate him, little mullet head. He may be partying (laughs) in the back, but I'll make sure he's business in the front. I, they said that line and I said, I think that's the only good line in this whole movie. And I was correct. (laughs) It was, wow! Um, it was one of a couple choices for me. There wasn't. I couldn't find any other good line. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie that I want to name because I don't like it. But the reason I don't like it is because it did everything a good horror movie should do. <laughs> it totally scared me. It creeped me out. I didn't know what was happening. I was terrified a lot of the time. The soundtrack was so creepy. I was just... It's good. I'm giving it a maybe because if you All like right. horror well, movies, you, you should definitely something. see it. If you don't like horror movies, don't ever see this. <laughs> and it, she did watch this with her husband during the day. Yeah. It <laughs> still creeped her out. It still did. We defi- I definitely was glad we watched it early because if this is the last thing I saw before I went to bed, I would have had nightmares. <laughs> it is a slow build, but I think some of that slowness and boringness is important mm. because if, if it would have rushed it... Mm. Like, there were parts where I thought there was a ghost, and there wasn't, but is there? Is he possessed? Is he not? I don't know. It lets your mind play tricks on you. Yes. So, (laughs) I think that slowness and that boredom helps it. Okay. Maybe not all of it, but, so I'm giving you a strong maybe. All right. Johnny, take us home. All right. My favorite character is Billy. (laughs) Billy? Billy. Because he sees everything? Because he sees everything. (laughs) My least favorite character is Princess. No. Yeah. <laughs> she was a little annoying. Because she, she was so a lot. She was so annoying. Yeah, she was. I think she was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, she lives in the tongue, so. Yeah. My, my favorite. Oh, God, that's so creepy. Stop saying that. My favorite line <laughs> would have been the same one you've already got, but I'm going to switch it up. Uh-oh. And say, uh, my one regret would probably be introducing Hank to uh, Amy. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was one line. on my short list. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, there's my... So, introducing Hank to Amy would be my, uh, my favorite scene would be when they pulled a lobotomizer out. Woo! Because I was like, whoa! Still like, that was the only thing that got me going, oh, you know? I was yeah. like, oh, look at that shit, it's cool! Yikes. That was oh. interesting. I'm almost sad that that, that was got CGI, you going. too. I, I, I think it would have yeah. to be, because I don't think That's that, really that, uh, that actor is, I've seen him on show. I don't think he lets you put that yeah. in his brain. That's .5 million right there. <laughs> But yeah, that was I my favorite scene. Pulled that fucker out and then stabbed him with it. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I did see the uh, stabbing was not okay. Should oh, my have, favorite tertiary object. Mm-hmm. Oreos. <laughs> From Oreos. inside the door? Yeah. Uh, not only inside the door, but also, I don't know if you noticed this, but Gordon had Oreos when he was going into the house. Yep. Yes. Yep. So he never got in those Oreos. He took those Oreos with him. He hit his wife. It's my turn now. Okay. You killed it. his wife. You didn't just hit And the baby. <laughs> and so, the dog. And the dog. <laughs> so wife spills boiling water on him. Kills his wife. Kills his kid. Kills the dog. Is leaving. Goes, I need Oreos. <laughs> Takes them with him. And then his last thought was, I need Oreos. Poor, poor scared Jeff. It's not that crazy. Scared to death, eats the murder Oreos. And then, and yeah. then Jeff, out of nowhere, is like, Oh, Oreos. What? I'm afraid I can barely breathe. He's like, Oreos. And grabs an Oreo. And he's like, Hey, I grabbed these. Is this okay? Low blood sugar. If anything can perk you up, it's an Oreo. But then he asks him, His last words were, I saw these. Is that okay? And Gordon said, No, those are my murder Oreos. I killed him. 
hey, don't touch somebody's Oreos. I mean, I think that's what we take. So them. yeah, the rule. So what we figured out is don't touch, don't fuck with no one's Oreos, especially psychotic killers that make don't spit possessed. in the wind, don't tug on Superman's cape, don't don't, don't take Gordon's Oreos, don't take Gordon's Oreos. And I am gonna nay this movie. I knew you and let would. me tell you why, because it was just it was such a slow build. So bored. It was such a slow build, and for what the payoff was, I don't think it was enough. I appreciate that they didn't show you either of the the kills. Yeah. Like they didn't show Mary killer killer brother and a family. I thought that was creepy that you heard it, and they didn't show Gordon kill his family. His family. Yeah. I thought that was like that's pretty it, just, it, it was such a slow build that I expected more in the payoff. Mm-hmm. It was such a long fuse, it. and it was just like pop, and I wanted an explosion, and it, mm-hmm. there wasn't there. So, um, there's <laughs> movies that do this better. So watch one of those. He was bored. I was creeped out. <laughs> that probably added to my experience was that Link kept clawing me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I it was, was a really... slow movie, and she kept grabbing like nothing is happening. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like it's fucking Jif. Calm down. <laughs> I was been Peter Pan, she'd been all right. We have no choosy mom's choose Jeff. Oh, sorry. We have Jeff, and I was gonna take a can of Jeff. Oh god, just put it in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) Then I thought about it. I was like, no. Oh lord. Totally should have. Take us home, Tony. All right. uh, Favorite character, Mike. Least favorite character, Hank. (laughs) Um, favorite scene. I don't know if. Yeah, think it out. Think about it now, Tony. You have to. <laughs> I don't know about. Well, no, I didn't really have a favorite scene. Um, I was gonna talk about. There's a uh, deleted part. You can't no, use your deleted scene. Favorite scenes. scene is the deleted scene. My favorite scene is the deleted scene because what it is is there's a. If you if you watch the deleted scenes, there's a um, lady that follows them around, and watches. You can see her every time something happens. She sees it like I when what's his name gets killed, on the ground. She's watching. And she watches Gordon kill each of them, and at the end, she kills him. So who is she? They, they want you to... Think well, they make it sound like it's Mary, yeah. but the, the, the writer said that it's not Mary. I, I was saw, like, oh, it should have been Mary. I saw in the trivia... And who the fuck was it? It's just some homeless crazy... Saw, that kills the movie. Yeah. I saw in the trivia that they had left... The, that they took it out of the movie because audiences were confused because audiences thought it was Mary, but it was just some homeless chick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think they should have just left it out or made it Mary. Yeah, they exactly. should have made it. If it was Mary, then it would have made the movie better. Well, I would have yated if it was Mary. I yeah. was surprised that it wasn't a ghost and that it was Gordon. Like there was, I was like, is it a person? Is well, it a ghost? Is it a person? Is it a ghost? Is it a person? That's is the it a thing ghost? The writer and says is maybe it's, it's, it's there's two ways to look at it that Gordo's fucking nutballs, which he is. Or that when he started playing the tapes, it did release Simon. The ghost the world. that is well, Simon. There was a thing where Gordon. you see at different points, you see Phil and Gordon both have those coins too. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe Simon possessed them through the coins. That's a good thing too. And his penis is coins. The coins I thought were evil from the first time I saw them. And I was like, don't touch them. Don't like touch the coins. coins. I was like, all coins are bad. Stop that. Favorite, favorite object. Favorite object was a pot of boiling water. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a catalyst. I, I thought mine was the best with Oreos, but you just took it at the end. <laughs> All right. I mean, you don't and like the little birdcage reference? Yeah, I, of course I'm yeah. That's yeah. not a birdcage re- reference. That's an American Sweetheart reference. Yeah. Whatever. You don't even know what you're... Hank, is there a movie you're referencing, sir? <laughs> oh. She work hard for the money. That's a birdcage reference. There you go. All right, so, and of course you're going to nay this. No, I yated it. You yated it? Okay, well, we have to check with you. So you're the yeah. only one to actually nay your own movie. 
know. I like. Like I said, she gave her own movie a maybe. She gave it a a soft maybe. Like I said, I like this movie, and uh, it is slow, but you do get stuff from it the second time you watch it. This honestly, this last time I watched it was the first time ever that I picked up on Simon calling out to Gordon when he first goes in there and sees the wheelchair. I never picked up on that before. It's just weird because it just does it. I'm like, because every time I watch it, I forget about all that shit. I'm like, who the fuck was that? Maybe oh I need yeah, to watch that's right. Yeah. Simon's getting them. I do get the feeling this is something we need to watch again because there's things that you just don't pick up on because you don't need to pick up yeah. on them. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you're like, oh, well, that was that. Yeah. Like, like, nice like when buffet. he walks in and he's limping, and he's like, yeah. what's wrong? I pulled a muscle. You're like, oh. yeah. See things so, like that. You'd be like, weird. ah, that might. You know what? I maybe I'll give it another watch. You won't. Um, <laughs> so, you mean Ragnarok? Ragnarok, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hulk limps this one. So scene. even though we've spoiled the whole movie for you, there's still many layers, so you should go watch it. Yeah. If you like horror for movies. you, watch number one will be watch number two. Right. After listening to this podcast, you're gonna love this movie, <laughs> or you'll hate it. And if you hate it, it's Tony's fault. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So Carly, do your thing. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, on Twitter at unmovie podcast, and on Instagram at unmovie podcast talks. Subscribe, rate, review, email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Next week, I'm the podcast. It's Carly's pick. Hey, it's my birthday. Oh, hey. what movie is that? I picked Wreck It Ralph. No, like I, it, Ralph. That's she the said cartoon it's my flick. birthday, and I'm like, what movie is It's my birthday? <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph, that's the cartoon it's movie with, uh, with, with Shake and Bake. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just Bake, no Shake. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> People that watch movies know, will get it. She doesn't know that reference. <laughs> you never saw Talladega Nights? No. I always, always okay. think of, when you, you say that every time, and I always think of her like on Galaxy Quest. Remember that? They don't understand that reference. <laughs> she doesn't watch TV. Explain it to her like you would a child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll have to start doing that. Okay, well, we'll look forward to that. And um, I guess, so what we decided to do for this, we're doing something new now. We're doing birthday month. Mm-hmm. So four months out of the year, we're going to fucking ruin it. <laughs> and like Elaine mentioned slowly earlier, we're slowly our, our format's eroding. As we get, eventually, it's just going to be free hey, for all. Hey, hey, year no. one... Was, it's over. It was over. We're deep in season two. That's we got to keep it fresh. So what we're doing uh, is, so if it's your birthday month, like we're starting it in the middle of the month, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Carly. Yay. It's we're gonna starting be, it with Carly's yeah, birthday so pick. If it's your birthday month, as soon as it's your birthday, you get to pick whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then after that, every subsequent one is going to be one that we wish you would watch. Yeah. Now, it's got to be underappreciated, though. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was ones you wish I would pick. Yeah, that well, too. Yeah. So yeah. So it Yeah. Okay. I'm picking one I wish she would watch and pick. No, I had one, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> no, I got so. mine. Uh, I don't know. I got mine. So their next picks are going to be drama, romance, movies they wish I would pick. Mm-hmm. They've been hoping since the podcast started, and I have let them down. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I just I know the one I pick you would never watch unless I made you. <laughs> That's right. every movie we pick anyways, though. And now mm. you can make me. Well, no, because after she watches it, she'll be like, ugh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a... You guys are like five years in. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> here's, the, here's what I pick to listen to as we leave. This is so creepy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what? Elaine ran out of the room. And she didn't even open the door. She ran through the fucking door. Like a cartoon character with the one oh arm up and the one arm down. <laughs> and she left her, her shadow behind. Oh, it's so creepy. Oh, <laughs> what happened on Christmas night? Oh, I can't listen to this.
Just enjoy me freak out. <laughs> <laughs>